0: you're listening to aim for the bushes
1: and then i wrote down white people from around the titans
2: what's in your brain aaron
0: mush it's raining outside no. it's, a, it's a podcast it's a podcast all right week five almost in the books one very exciting game left. The mighty Packers take on the mighty Las Vegas Raiders.
1: The Raiders. Yeah, they still got that one. To go. <laughs> Raiders. Oh. That's good. Scary demon.
0: So for our records for the week, let me give it oh. to you. So far, we got one game left. Aaron was eleven and fifteen.
1: Yeah, I knew it was bad.
0: Gavin thirteen and thirteen. And myself, fourteen and twelve. Nice. Uh I'm gonna go ahead and get this out of the way. We can start with the Thursday night game. Uh I'll take the L. Take the L big time. <laughs> I felt very confident in the commanders, and I felt not a lot of confidence in the Bears. In fact, I even benched Justin Fields in one league, and it's going to cost me the game. So, yeah, I deserve that L. I'll take it on the chin. Um, Aaron and Gavin were right. Gavin really didn't push against me as much as Aaron did himself. Uh, whoever runs our social team, I'm not going to point them out. Definitely did not let me live that one down. So, appreciate keeping me honest, boys. I hope the I hope it's I hope it's going to be across the board. Yeah, that he was, whoever whoever that
1: is was wild for that yeah <laughs> dude. I actually know his name's Clark oh he, yeah dude Clark shows no mercy
0: no mercy at all
1: no uh
0: also I also will have to take another l this week because uh it depends on how tonight goes but I might have cost us our six leg parlay so with the Nick Collins touchdown we hit Nico, Nico sorry we hit four we've hit so far four of the six. We missed that one, and then Josh Jacobs tonight, but it was a fun See, run because Gavin hit his was... two very early, which was nice. Yeah,
1: Gavin, Gavin smoked his two early on, and I was I was with Tyler yesterday while this was going on, and essentially the way that this set up was Gavin's two hit, mm-hmm. Tyler's two would need to hit, and then my two would come later. And I looked at Tyler because his first one was a tan. yeah,
0: yeah, and that hit
1: pretty quickly. So then. All that we needed from the one o'clock games was Nico Collins. Collins. And then I kind of looked at him and I went, oh my gosh, if, if this hits, then it's just my two that are left. And I was like, I honestly don't know if I want that pressure, (laughs) but then the flip side of it is how electric. And this has been my proponent for why Monday night works is had Nico Collins hit that. Yeah. How electric would the last 24 hours in like the group chat, And like just going into tonight going, bro, if Jacobs hits, dude, we're in it. We're in it. Like So, yeah, it would be great if we find out on Sunday we hit it. But there's something about that extra day. But Tyler took it from us. And I'll say this because I caught some flack last week about the Pacheco call. I don't know who had the earliest touchdown of all of our people. I think it's between mine and Montgomery.
0: Yeah.
1: But Pacheco's a stud. So where Tyler was wrong, part two.
0: That wasn't just me.
2: I, no, I was. I was the biggest proponent against Pacheco. I will. Oh, saying. that's
1: true. That's true.
2: But to be honest, he got a lot of touches on that first drive, and after that, it wasn't. I mean, if he wouldn't have scored but, on yeah. that drive, it was. It wouldn't have happened.
1: Well, if and but nuts, it happened, yep. canyon nuts, uh, Tyler would be a transvestite. That's I don't know. Um, that's uh, what I love now more and more about all of this is we're all right about certain things and we're all wrong about certain things, and all I'm gonna focus on is the things I was right and the things I was wrong. I'm just gonna pretend didn't exist, <laughs> <laughs> like the fact that like... so so Tyler completely blows the Thursday night call. Like he he blowed because I think he had he had the under and he had the Redskins. I wasn't right because I took the under. I just took the bear side of it. Gavin was completely right, so I'm just going to pretend that I didn't even say anything about the the under, but the game was entertaining. It was like – it was a Thursday night game, entertaining. DJ Moore, electric. I feel like Sam Howell just looked weird in the first half, and had it been the Sam Howell the second half, we would have had a more competitive game. And they had it. They It felt like the tide's turned when Joey Sly missed that field goal. Like, when he missed that field goal in the fourth quarter – it was all complete, All everything switched. Momentum switched, everything switched. But Justin Fields is still not good. Uh, I don't care what anybody says.
2: He's not the he's problem with
1: that team, though. He's not in the bottom – he's not in the bottom barrel of quarterbacks. The Bears will win five games this year.
2: I don't know their schedule. That's just off the rip, but
1: – Yeah, Big Cat's convinced they're going to be five and five at ten games. <laughs> Uh, they do have a
2: handful of winnable games
1: coming yeah.
2: up.
1: Yeah, they, but they just they did just lose, I think, because what 40-20, right? Was the score? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they're out both of their quarterback or running backs right now. Oh, I both. Don't know. Of them. Khalil Herbert got hurt, and then uh, twenty three was it Roshon Johnson? I think he's hurt too. So they we can have Saquon
2: Barkley for a first rounder.
1: They can have them. Yeah, I rough, but it was electric last week. It was electric. I also hit my first big bet of the year. Uh, on Thursday, so I was pleased about that. So, yeah. Commanders stink. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: they do. They really, <laughs> yeah. really do.
2: I mean, not they don't stink worse than giants, but they stink.
0: That's it's so That's weird. I on that. Yeah, on that game, that was a fun one. Surprisingly, all of us yep. missed on the. Uh, actually, except for Gavin, Gavin had the over.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So we all missed on that one, but it did make for Aaron. You hit, Aaron almost hit
1: three bets actually Thursday, right? Yeah. Um I know I almost hit I almost hit four or five. So had I got a um Brian Robinson touchdown I would have hit another 290. Terry McLaurin needed one reception. That was another one. He needed 8 yards. That was another one. The Brian Robinson would have actually hit me two others. So, I mean, I was a a touchdown away and then a catch away essentially from probably 700 bucks. So, but the catch, the catch would have, that's another 230. So, yeah, the juice was flowing. Uh, The juice was flowing Thursday because I thought I was, I thought I was in. And then, Gavin, let me get your take on something. Our third buddy who was there, um knew what i needed knew what i needed to hit a big bet and i was the closest person to hitting anything at the table he needed a couple things to get to happen so i literally stood up and said okay i need this brian robinson touchdown and then he says no let's go for logan thomas And then, like, and then goes, and then goes, oh, wait, no, I mean Brian Robinson. Like, and then it doesn't have, it. like, they're on the one. They don't hand it off. They throw the touchdown to Logan Thomas, and I pointed right at him. I was like, that's on you. That's on you. And he tried to walk it back. Tyler tried to step in and take the bullet for him. I
0: I, Here's what I think happened. He He initially said Brian Robinson, but when he realized it was a rollout, the interest switch, thinking Brian Robinson was not going to get the look. I think that's what happened. That's all that it happened. It happened before the play. I don't. I, that's not how I remember it. I think you're remembering it wrong. You are a scumbag. I think you're remembering sport. it wrong. I didn't have any Logan. I had no Logan Thomas interest in that you're game just at protected.
1: all. You're protecting him like you protect Riley. It's okay.
0: No, why would I do that? Why would I protect Dan? We can out him here. Why would I protect him? <sighs>
2: Depending on which side of the story is true. If if what Tyler said is true, then yeah, it's whatever. Like that's not a big deal. But if what Aaron said is true, yeah, that's a scumbag move.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Tyler knows it was before the play. It was
0: not before the play. <laughs> Dude,
1: you are such a liar.
0: You didn't, we he didn't been, throw a fly. We didn't throw the challenge flag. the play. We can't go back and look. So it's not, we can't, it's, oh, it is what it man. is.
1: You are, you are a scumbag, bro.
0: Dude, the money that was put on Ryan Robinson though and he hit like none of his yardage and no touchdown. Which is so. just stupid. Like that last <sighs> drive they had Antonio Gibson in in that and la- like in the goal line situation which mm-hmm. was dumb. Okay. The London game, bit of a shock. Jaguars Bills. Jags win 25 to 20. Uh had a I mean the Bills were still exciting. Just maybe it was the
2: they were jet mean, lagged. I mean, that's yeah. that's exactly what it. Is. There's no other explanation because they looked good in the second half and the fourth quarter. And this know. is the team that we thought the Jaguars were. How they looked yeah. Sunday morning is exactly what like Dude. Pete Prisco thought they would be when he said they were winning the Super Bowl.
0: If Etienne plays like that consistently, like running the ball that well, they yeah. are scary, for sure. I thought. uh did you see Diggs getting pissed on the sideline? Yeah. I don't know if you saw. He should have had a second touchdown. Yeah. I don't know how Allen underthrows him like that.
2: No. It was – that was such a bad underthrow. I mean, I said that it as bad. it happened. I was like, that was a walk-in touchdown. If he yeah, he's walking kid. in. Yep. Yeah. Don't get it confused, though. Don't overthink this. The Bills are still – No, they're the legit. Bills are still legit. They were jet-lagged, and they have a massive get-right game this coming week. We could talk about it later, but it's the Giants.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's anything much to hold in terms of the carryover for the Bills, but maybe this will get the Jags going. Uh, Falcons, Texans. Falcons won 21-19. to so This game. Snoozefest.
2: I didn't. I only saw it if it came on red zone, which is rare because they kicked a million field goals in this game. Ritter had 300 yards passing. Yeah. But somehow. I mean.
0: Bijan caught ugh. a behind-the-back touchdown, which is pretty sweet.
2: Did you guys see that overhead angle? Yes. Yeah, that Those overhead sweet.
0: angles are sweet.
2: The one looked, from the Packers like game, I didn't think it was as cool. I mean, it was cool looking, but it was just like whatever. The regular angle looks just as good. But the one that came out today or yesterday from that behind-the-back catch, that was sick.
1: Very fun, man. That It looked like a video game. It was so cool. Um, But the game itself, and again, this is kind of where we get into these problems because all of us, all of us were just in this Houston trap. And uh, Desmond Ritter's just kind of a different animal at home. It seems like like it, yeah. So, uh, that that felt like a game for Houston. Like, if they're going to take that next step to be competitive, they should have won. CJ Stroud kind of looked a little bit like he came back down to earth, but Uh yeah. And unfortunately the Nico Collins thing so far might have cost and they it wasn't even looking his way. And Tank Dell was hurt most of the game.
2: Yeah, Nico I had Nico on fantasy. He had like three catches for like 50 yards or something like that. Yep. I think CJ Stroud might like that's the kind of game he might he's not throwing interceptions, but sometimes you need that little bit of gunslinger mentality where mm-hmm. you're gonna push the ball downfield. Yep. He's either too nervous because he's a rookie, or maybe he's trying to play for like, oh, I haven't thrown an interception, let's just keep it going. And he's being a little too conservative, I think.
1: Hmm.
0: All right. Our next game on the slate. Lions, Panthers. Lions won forty-two to twenty-four, and should add: Lions were without Amin Ross, St. Brown. Andrew I know they Gibbs. don't use Gibbs much, but they were without Gibbs. Uh, Lions are so fun.
2: They're a legit contender.
0: They are so fun to watch, and that and Aiden Hutchinson is an animal. Yeah, freak of nature.
2: Yeah, he's yep. an underdog defensive player of the year. I think like. He could sneak up, especially saw last night. Michael Parsons didn't do anything. He could be, he could sneak around towards the end of the year once they're like legit playoff contenders playing in like meaningful games. I could definitely see Hutchinson being in the conversation for a defensive player. He starts doing
1: that stuff in prime time. Yep. Big games. Um, because at this point, it just feels like it's a three horse race for that already. It feels like it's, Micah Parsons, T.J. Watt is a psycho, yeah. um, and and then and then Aiden Hutchinson. It feels like it's right there. So uh, we'll see. But yeah, Detroit's fun to watch, and they really didn't even have all of their weapons. But the David Montgomery usage thing is wild because he was a joke in Chicago essentially, and yeah. he looks incredible. Um, Jared Goff is just a different beast at home. And uh yeah. The Panthers look like they're the worst team in football. No. Mm. I they're there. They're whatever whatever that group how they're I don't know. We still have yet to see Bryce Young look good in the game. He did
2: have three touchdown passes today, but the Lions were already up. I think yeah. was, I think it was twenty eight to ten or yeah. 35 to something at 1.0 and then like the Lions were just playing pretty bad. It was their yeah. their three, their two and their touchdowns were garbage time.
1: No, shout out to the ghost of Adam Thielen, man. He's having a great year. He really uh, is. He got paid that money and making the most of it.
2: I need them to trade for a number one receiver so bad so they can't have the number one pick. Actually, no, the Bears would get it cuz they traded their pick away.
0: Colts Titans Colts win 23 to 16. Um I'm not going to say anything bad about Richardson. It's just he's he's very, he's very good until he gets tackled and then he's like glass. So He
2: no that's not true. He's getting destroyed. He they need to stop running him so much. Like he can run when he needs to, but he is taking too many big hits. Like he's a big guy, yeah. but he can he's got to Ease up some of those hits.
0: There, but Gardner Minshew does it again. Yeah, clutch. Just does his job. Looks good doing it.
1: Derrick Henry done.
0: Uh, I don't know. We said that a couple weeks ago,
2: and then like, he had a decent game. I mean, I think he's. as he look fast? I mean, he used he used to be like this bruiser, and then if he got into space, he can still pull away from everybody. I don't, it I just don't think doesn't he can look anymore. like he's got
1: the same juice. And then the other problem is the backup is getting the same amount of timeshare. Right, Tajay Spears is getting the same amount. So I I, I don't know. Tennessee is just a weird team. It feels like they're going to win one week and lose the next week all season. So it's it kind feels of how like it always is eight and nine, nine and eight, whatever. But um, Tannehill looks bad. Like. He's. I mean, he's. Yeah. But again, speaking about old dudes who got it done yesterday, Hopkins. Hopkins. Every time they flip that on, he was crushing it. So that division just looks like it's going to be tight all year, and week by week, someone else is going to be leading the division. So we'll see. I
0: agree. Dolphins thirty-one, Giants sixteen. Gavin, before you start your rant, because I think you deserve it, and I think every fan deserves, good or bad, to have their moment, and you deserve it, i just like to give the folks an update. Uh, currently, the Phillies are up 4-0 on the Braves, top of the sixth. Go ahead, Gavin.
2: So, the last time I talked about the Giants on this podcast, it was midway through the second quarter in Monday Night Football last week, and Tyler said, do you think the Giants are going to pull this out? And I said, yes. We end of the recording, and probably five minutes, ten minutes later, Daniel Jones throws that terrible pick six to Devon Witherspoon. Uh, I am totally done with Daniel Jones. I know I texted this to Aaron and Tyler, but we're in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. The Giants are in that bottom three to five teams in the league, if not the worst team. Jones got Jones got hurt in this game. He's probably out for a couple weeks because it's a similar injury to what he had a couple years ago where he was out for five to six weeks. So I don't even know if that helps us because he's garbage, but I lose every game. Like, full-on tank Giants. Last year was a Mirage. I don't even know if I... I don't think I'm even upset because, like, whatever. I mean, at least we know early on that this team is done this year. I was never a complete Daniel Jones hater. I always had some hope in him, but now it's completely over. I was never a fan of the contract. I know Aaron is not a Daniel Jones believer. Uh, I'm on the train. Daniel Jones is not good. I always thought the contract was an overpay. Luckily, we can get out of it after next year. That's where I'm at on Daniel Jones. As for this game of week five, let me rip off some stats real quick. This is the Giants' offense. The Giants... Hold on. The Giants are the only team in the league to not cover a spread this year. The Giants' offense is averaging 11 points per game, and that is including 31 points when they played the Cardinals. In their losses, which is not in the Cardinals' game, they're averaging 6 points per game. This season, they had the lowest passing touchdown rate in franchise history through five games. Um, Daniel Jones is having a sack rate of 15.6%, which is double what it was last year, where they gave up the fifth most sacks in the season. They gave up 11 sacks last week versus Seattle. They gave up seven sacks this week versus uh, Miami. 29 sacks so far this season in five games on average for the second worst in NFL history. it's all it's 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 coming crumbling down
1: the the stat that i heard yesterday that was jarring was when they when the giants scored that pick six yep they said that was their first touchdown in the first half all year and i was like what yep so they're
2: scoring here this was another one i had where is it at um 12 points in the first half. The offense has scored through the first five games, averaging 2.4 points per the first half. That is, I mean, that is terrible.
0: Did we all have them in the playoffs too?
1: I don't think Aaron did. No, I think I... I think I pulled them. I think I pulled them. Um...
2: The locker room is also very close to imploding. Like they, they're about to lose the locker room. Evan Neal is chirping, Giants fans saying that they, whatever. He, if you look at any, look at. I mean, you could probably just look up Evan Neal clips. He is so terrible at right tackle. He is clearly a bust from last season. Xavier McKinney's been saying some stuff about people not knowing what they're talking about. Saquon Barkley was chirping fans in the stands yesterday. Yeah, they're about the locker room is about to implode.
0: Did you see that radio the Giants radio host go off on? I think it was oh, Evan yeah. Neal. Yeah. Oh my god, that, that was, was an awesome. epic rant. Epic.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's tough. It's just tough because like when you when you make the playoffs and you have expectations, it's one thing to lose but it's one it's it's a completely other thing to just like be not competitive in such rough ways and that's that's the worst thing cuz like especially with the offense Saquon Barkley uh Darren Waller coming over you expect to make this big splash with Waller now we have to almost ask questions with Waller like because his end in Vegas there was a dip with him and he was hurt a little bit it's like is is he, the pro- like, is he just not the guy anymore that he used to be as well? It feels like every box you could check, right or wrong, has hit wrong for them. Daniel Jones doesn't take the step forward. Darren Waller doesn't seem to be right. Saquon Barkley going through issues. Um, anywhere that they expected to be better, offensive or defensively, not there. And now it looks like if this keeps going that way, does the coach of the year from last year get fired before the end of the year? Like, I don't think that'll get fired, but like
2: Darren Waller did have a pretty good game yesterday, had eight catches for 86 yards. But I think the big thing was last year they had no expectations. Everybody thought, Yeah, you know, Daniel Jones is on a is on his they declined his fifth year option. They're gonna get out of Daniel Jones. And then he has a pretty solid year, statistically, with the lowest interception percentage. They take him to the playoffs, they win a playoff game but they had no expectations last year so they had no pressure if they lose whatever they were expected to now this year off of a playoff win they have all this pressure these guys aren't used to winning it comes i mean they're just losers that's really what it is they're used to losing and they they have all this pressure now and they can't live up to it shout out to daniel jones's agents for convincing joe shane to give him that contract because it is it is an abomination Daniel Jones is due 47 and a half million dollars next year. And I would say there's an 85% chance that there will be a rookie quarterback starting for them
1: next year. Okay. So real quick. I and mean, cause you talk, you text about this all the time. Let's give our, uh, our pooper rankings, the, the last five teams, in the NFL and legit, where do you think cause I know you're going to put the giants in there. Where where would you legitimately put them in the in the bottom five?
2: Honestly, like I, yeah. I look looking at their schedule, I see maybe two somewhat easy wins, and that's against the Raiders and the Patriots. Other than that, there's no easy win. Everything else is most likely a loss, and I could see them giving up. A, I could, I mean, Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs; those are two. Offensive players that definitely, absolutely, the Raiders could beat the Giants. No. So i see the Giants at four wins max. So do you, do you see the Panthers winning four games? No, probably not. So the Panthers are definitely the worst team. Like realistically, do you see the Patriots winning four games? Probably. <sighs> That's. I mean, you gotta uh, imagine if, if they bench if they Mac take, Jones.
1: If they take crap Jones out, yeah. Right.
2: Bear, I yeah. think the Bears. I think the Bears win five games because Fields is looking good.
1: Yeah, he's got eight hoodies in the last two games. Yeah. All of a sudden, they flipped the switch. So,
2: the Broncos.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, we'll talk about that mess in a minute. Oh, uh,
2: another
1: <laughs> yeah, and I got something to say to both of you about that too. Um, so
2: I I am fully like in out. full tanks. I'm in yeah tank mode. I'm rooting for teams that are above us in the tankathon. Like, go Bears, go Raiders, go Pats. We play the Pats too,
1: and. We have to lose that game. <laughs> so you 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 really just want one it or would. two? Yeah, yeah, I mean you'd love that because essentially for you to get one or two, you have to finish. Because what the Bears the Bears will have the Panthers' pick, so you've got right. two bottom teams right there you're running with. So
2: the only thing I think would is possible that is say the Bears win five games, six games, and Justin Fields looks good, so they're not in the quarterback market. I think they would trade away the Panthers pick for some other mm-hmm. stuff to help fields out. So that that's where I see that possibly, but I think a top five pick regardless of the rest of the league for the Giants easily. Yeah. And they're so they should be sellers. Saquon Barkley trade him Adoree Jackson, who's still a good capable corner trade him Leonard Williams. I don't know if anybody's going to trade for him because he's $30 million defensive tackle, but he's still solid trade him like trade anybody that anybody wants get rid of everybody. It's it's I'm
0: tough. sorry. I'm it's sorry for fun. you as a fan. I am. Yeah. I'm, 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 it's,
2: it's, it's fine. Cause I'm going to have Caleb Williams as my quarterback for the next 10 to 15 years. So I'll be fine.
0: <laughs> mm. That's that is a, if they do end up with that, that is a great constellation prize. It really is like have, how, knowing you actually have like a quarterback for the future. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Dolphins are back. Like they never left. Maybe
2: I will say Tua. Tua. They tried good. to keep the Giants in this game too with the three turnovers. That's another thing I was going to say. Like the defense yeah. was did not play good because they did give 500 yards, but they tried yeah. to give that game away with the three turnovers.
1: I, I think Tua is very good in that system. He is not an elite quarterback though. Like he's he's nowhere. Honestly, I, I think he might be top ten. And I mean that sincerely, like in that system, he shines, he plays well, but, uh, yeah, there are spots where he just doesn't hit. That was my parlay where I hit nicely yesterday. I did, uh, the four main dolphins for a touchdown and they all scored. Yeah. So that's, that's one of my favorite bets to run. I did that with the Eagles last year. It hit, I did it with them. So, so. Oh. Yeah, Miami's fun to watch, though. Mm-hmm. Fun to watch.
0: They're fast, dude. That rookie with mixed with Tyreek and Waddle. That is a and Mostert too. Even though he's up there, yeah. he's getting up there. Like they have the
1: seven fastest.
0: That's absurd.
1: And M- Waddle's not even in there. Mostert's what? in there once. The other two are in there three times. <laughs> so they'll probably have the ten fastest, twenty-plus yard games, and it'll be all four of them. It's insane. Uh, hopefully, Achan's okay though, because I know that he came up a little gimpy in the game. So, that, what are they, his knee or his hip or something? So they're they're watching that closely. But most value might go up for the next couple of weeks. All
0: right, Saints thirty four, <laughs> Patriots zero. Uh, as a shout out to, pardon my take, the Patriots have not won um, in the midst of the new lighthouse. So I don't know if lighthouse talk has extended, but this, I mean, I don't think the saints look particularly good as much as the Patriots were just, their defense is banged up. They lost that rookie corner for the year. Uh, Matthew Judon's out for extended period of time. They just not, they're banged up on the defensive side and Mac Jones is bad. Terrible. Some of the decisions, some of the throws are just like, dude, what are you doing? Why are you still in the game? Why did yeah. he start you?
1: Yep, he's the guy to me that um, they just need to they need to stop playing. They need to of all thirty-two starting quarterbacks right now, the one that of all of them, I would say, he's the one that has to go first is Mac Jones. Like how you lose to the Saints thirty-four nothing is is insane.
2: And Derek Carr has a bum shoulder. Yeah, yeah, other than the Panthers, the the Patriots are the team that worries me as a Giants fan in the tankathon because Bill yeah. Belichick might be the kind of guy that is like losing on purpose to get a quarterback because he knows Mac Jones is cheeks. And if he if if he keeps playing Mac Jones after he keeps having terrible games, you will have to start to wonder: Is Belichick actually tanking? Like he knows that this guy is terrible. And Billy yeah. Zappi can't be that much worse.
1: No, Zappy has to be better.
2: Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's time to it's time to cut bait. But the the New England Patriots are on the do not turn my TV on this game watch. I don't mm-hmm. care who they're playing. I don't care if it's divisional. I don't care if they're playing. They they're
2: trash. They're also exempt from any touchdown score parlays for the rest of the year. Agreed? Agreed. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: Bro, what was – here's what was funny about that. It was almost like Barstool Sportsbook knew because on Saturday night I went in there to make something in the game and their anytime touchdown scores weren't even available. The odds for the <laughs> – any on Saturday night. So it was like they knew that game was going to be trash. Um, and it stinks because Alave and Camara both scored. So there could have been something won there, but –
2: no, um, I'm not saying their games. I'm saying their team. Like if they play oh, yeah, the yeah, Dolphins, yeah. we're putting Tyreek Hill in for two probably.
1: Yeah. The. Yeah. Yep.
0: Okay. Steelers 17, Ravens 10. This was a pooper for 90% of the game, but these games always end up like
1: It wild. was always the Steelers. <laughs> it was always the Steelers my jersey jerry he was dead right 70% i think in this rivalry 70% of the underdogs cover in this rivalry yeah. and um lamar jackson against pittsburgh he's trash like he's not bad he's horrible and i some of their some of their weapons kind of contributed to that yesterday so I'm not going to put that all on him. I, they dropped a bunch of open passes, but uh, Pittsburgh's defense does just enough. They get that safety in the middle of the game that was very close to being a touchdown. And then Kenny Pickett, uh, the Ken VP, as I like to call him, uh, <laughs> he saw a one-on-one coverage with George Pickens at the end of the game and made it happen. So... What like if you're a fan of those teams, it, it must be horrible to watch those rivalry games, but they are dirty and gross. But the underdogs come out on top. Pittsburgh comes out on top. And T.J. Watt is he's a superhero.
2: Yeah,
1: it's insane. It's so fun to watch him play.
2: Harris, By the way, saying, can we just
1: like, say let's let's Jalen Warren's the best running back on that. team? Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. Duh. Najee Harris
1: needs to be the backup. It's 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 a truth here to play fullback.
0: Aaron, yeah. you, you have made a statement yesterday that was uh that I feel like should be said on the podcast, but I wanted it to come from you and not me about TJ okay. Watt. Do you remember what you said about TJ Watt? Who he's better than? And you said it matter of factly too. Oh, yeah,
1: he's better than Michael Parsons. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. I just need it yeah. said by someone else. I just yeah. need it set And, I'm not, by and that, like okay, coming from you too because You've got the weird NFC East thing. Tyler definitely more than Gavin, but it's still a little there with Gavin as well. Micah Parsons is a great defensive player. TJ Watt is in a category of his own. And I don't care what anybody else says. They're like, um, I want to see Micah Parsons do that on the bit like Micah Parsons had the chance to do that last yeah. night. Micah Parsons is going to have a chance to do that against Philadelphia. You say whatever you want about Baltimore, but Baltimore looked like they were going to kind of walk away with this division. And he just TJ Watt just said no by himself. When uh with all the quarterback injuries and stuff that's happened over the last couple of years, the one player that has kept them in the playoff hunt over the past three years has been TJ Watt. If you look at the team and how they play when he plays and when they don't, he's more effective than a quarterback. So defensive player of the year at this point to me is TJ yeah, watt yeah. and do in the in the black unis man he's scary it was always the Steelers yeah, always.
0: Someone, someone should slip uh Matt Canada a letter to hmm. let him know that George Pickens is really good and like throwing him the ball down the field might be a good idea yeah once in a while more than once you think yeah
1: yeah oh.
2: I don't know if Tyler's this uh, you were talking for a second, so I kept this in my head, but I don't know if Tyler's disdain for Micah Parsons is better than I think it's probably equal. I disdain the Cowboys so much that that helmet that Pollard wears that Zeke wore last year and that Micah Parsons wears. That's like the visor goes right into the top of the helmet and there's like no crossbar across the top. I don't know if you guys notice stuff like this, but I do. Anybody that wears that helmet, I automatically hate them because Parsons and Zeke wore it, and Pollard wears it now. I'm not even joking. You,
1: Pollard's disdain for people is on another level, though. So like,
2: I blocked I, Micah been, Parsons on TikTok because I saw one ad of his. I didn't. I didn't even watch it. I just blocked him instantly.
1: You guys, yeah, like I've been a Packers fan my entire life, and I feel like I dislike the Bears pretty strongly, but the the things you guys say about the Cowboys is. Is and the things that Tyler has said about the Richardson is okay. wild too. So it's here's the wild. Deal.
0: Here's what you're not understanding is like an NFC East, any of the three teams, Commanders, Giants, Eagles, all you hear about is this Cowboys team year in and year out. Yeah. The discussion of and I get it, like there's that's where the money is. Like it's
1: yeah, you can make no, it the most popular team,
0: but it's every yeah. every mother effing year. We like to put them in this category that they were in the 90s, and they have never been that since then. They have not made it to an NFC Championship game since 1996. My sister wasn't even conceived yet. She is 26 years old. Like, dude, there are fans right now of the Cowboys who use the 90s as like some example who never watched the glory days, who never Mm -hmm. watched any of this.
1: I mean, here's the truth. I was barely old we enough. We need to save our Cowboys win- rent for later. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I got, I, had I was mind. barely old enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, just an update, real quick uh, Packers at 0 0. Okay. And saying.
2: Aaron Jones is not playing. Good on me for benching him on Thursday. Yeah.
0: Don't you hate that Monday night? Just give us a scratch on like Sunday morning. Yeah. Let us know early.
1: Hey, Gavin, real quick. What What's do you up? think the odds are of Josh Jacobs scoring? Like pregame, like right
2: now? Yeah, like, like,
1: like, just be able to say Tyler cost us that parlay. I really hope um, I didn't. I hope he does. not I would score. say minus one seventy. I'd little... say minus eight thousand. Tyler, <laughs> Captain Genius, on the parlay all year. Now all of a sudden, those tides are turning. Yeah, the tides are turning. Nico Collins.
0: I'm sorry. I was trying to go different. I went too different.
1: No, in fairness, I said on the podcast, I would. He was on my short list of people. So. I have.
2: I. I'm. We're gonna talk about this later, but. I'm vetoing any wild things. And you guys can veto mine if you think they're wild, too. But we're we're winning this week, okay?
0: We are winning. Next game. Okay. okay. Bengals 34, Cardinals 20. Uh, Jamar Chase.
2: 7-11. He's always <laughs> fucking
0: open.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he said it last okay. week. Yeah. Okay, in fairness, I... um, There's a lot of people that are like, the Bengals are back. That's too far. It's not far enough. It's too far. The Bengals had a nice game against an opponent that is below average. Aaron, the you, said defense, played all they, you said that the hold defense on, is hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They're below average. We all know they're below average. They've been playing above their, their pace, and they had a great connection. But let's be fair. We all saw... Like, as the week progressed, we saw this game happening this way. As the week got closer, that's the reason why Gavin didn't want you to have Jamar Chase, because he knew, like, that was going to happen. So, I picked um, the Cardinals to cover, though. The Bengals are still in trouble. And I'm not, like... The Bengals have a couple rough games coming around, and we're going to see how they really compete in the next three weeks. But they had the win. They won. Joe Burrow looked good. Jamar Chase is in an, – we had 15 receptions yesterday. So, good I on that. I
2: didn't realize how tough their schedule is. Yeah. It is brutal, actually. That's why this they got week, the,
1: visit, the visit from they, the fish market last week.
2: They play the Seahawks. The next week they go to San Francisco, and then they play the Bills, Texans, who are no slouch it looks like, Ravens, Steelers, Jaguars, and then they end with Vikings, Steelers, Chiefs, Browns, <laughs> That's a yeah. tough schedule.
1: I'm glad they won. I like the Bengals, but <clears throat> Cardinals jerseys yesterday. They didn't hit the way that I wanted them to the hit.
2: Helmet. I don't like it when they do the yeah. whole uniform the same.
1: Well, keep it, the what, white yeah. helmet, and I think it's cool. The helmet needed an outline around the cardinal or something. Something yeah. you couldn't even tell what was on the helmet. Black jersey always hits for me. The red and black just didn't hit right. And you I don't know. So fix it, Arizona. You have a chance I'm, to have a monster I'm not drive.
2: big on all of one color. Like if you're going to wear all black, wear red socks just to throw some accent in there. Mm-hmm. All of one color just isn't doesn't hit for me. I'm on the Bengals or back train, by the way.
1: Tyler, go ahead.
0: Can I take a victory lap a little bit? or Yeah, I mean, you did Over. you did guarantee. You said sprinkle a little Cardinals money line, is what I believe is what you said on the last podcast. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. They were in that game until the no, fourth quarter.
0: No, but they've been in every game. They're going to be competitive in every game. Like, they're not going to be the slouch we thought they were. Like, they're not that bottom feeder team that is just going yeah, to give I away mean, games. Why is were, that, the, though? Why is that? The, they have a terrible roster. Just dudes
1: that want to p- ball, dude. Zach hurts. I mean, oh, Josh dude. Dobbs. And yeah. here and let. Hey, hold on. Let's also be honest about the real reason why that they were not able to uh, maybe compete as closely as they they wanted to. They were without their best weapon yesterday for ninety percent of the game. James Conner gets hurt after his first like big run, and then never comes back in. The other guy came in and was okay. But, like, James Conner is the only real weapon they have. So, yeah, they're kind of just a feisty squad. But the Super Bowl-aspiring Bengals hanging around with the Cardinals. I mean, if you want to take a victory lap there, you can. But congrats.
0: It was a get-right game. Joe looks good. Jamar looks so good. So good. (laughs) I'll take it. But I think this is I, I stand by what I said. Bengals are making the playoffs. Couldn't tell you if it was a by winning the division or wild card. It doesn't matter to me. I they're gonna be in the playoffs. Stand by that. Okay, next game. Eagles 23, Rams 14. Eagles cover. You're nervous. No. No. Come on. I was I was nervous in the first half because Cup looked unstoppable. Like there was no there's no I love watching Cooper Cup play, and it was hard to watch at first because it was against the Eagles. And like there were points where he was just dominating the DBs, and I realized, like, I was like excited, and then I realized who they were playing again. But they adjusted in the second half. Rams didn't score any points in the second half. The only thing I'm worried about is the Eagles' red zone offense because it's been very bad. Like that shouldn't have been 23 14. That could have easily, easily been like 35 14. And it should have been. They just didn't. They they do these stupid things. Aaron, you've watched the games with me before, where it's like third and it's third and goal from like the ten yard line, and they do a draw. Yep. Why? Why? You you have like, dude. There's. I don't know. I I just don't understand what they're the play calling in the red zone because they get down the field. They're getting down the field fine. Like they finally yep. found a way. Someone found a way to use Dallas Goddard, who knew he was actually good at catching passes. AJ <laughs> Brown is on a historic pace right now with what he's doing. Devontae didn't do a whole lot yesterday, but they're getting down the field. It's just the interception was weird. It was, it, I, I don't know if it was I, meant to be a back shoulder, like, or what it was supposed to be, but it was just a weird underthrown ball. I'm not concerned yet, but if they've got to figure out this red zone offense, because as much as I like Jake Elliott, I don't want to see him out the field that much.
1: I'll tell you why I think they need to be concerned. The real reason why I think they need to be concerned is it feels like they have a, no matter what they do, they have got a huge stumbling block in front of them that resides out in San Francisco. And San Francisco feels like they are a full football-length field better than every other team in the NFL. All of those other teams that are vying for second place everything like last year that clicked on the Eagles offense, it feels like that's what happens with San Francisco. Like every week, it just, it's another player. And every time they touch the ball, they're, they're putting up 30 plus 35 points every week. And last week against a good defense, right? Last last night against a good defense. That's the thing for me that feels like at this point, they've got to work out some things because whenever they play San Francisco, and I know they do later in the season, if they don't fix some stuff offensively, it feels like San Francisco is going to beat them by 10 points. It's all the other stuff is going to be nice, but it's like, if you're just going to lose in the NFC championship game, or like, it's going to be you and the lions to figure out who's going to lose to the 49ers. I I don't know. It just kind of feels that way right now.
0: If we're doing a measuring stick of where they are and the Niners are, I definitely feel more confident in the Niners for sure. Like if they played, if they played next week, I would, I would take whatever points the Niners are getting. Like, yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree with that. They're playing incredible right now. And it's scary football that they're playing on both sides of the ball. So I agree with that. I just think there's time to get things a little more figured out. And if I, these scores could be so much different if they could just score in the red zone, I do not understand it. And it's every week. I'm not, I'm not just talking about like one play here or there. It's every week they do a draw on third and like third and goal for no, no reason.
1: Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing, because, like, it that feels similar to, honestly, the last five years in Green Bay, where Green Bay would go 13-3 and three, uh, or whatever. Yeah, 13-3 and three for most of the time with 16 games. And then all of a sudden, like, everybody like, oh, they're the number one seed going to the playoffs. It's like, no, man, the offense all year just looked like it was okay. And one game a year, we'd blow somebody out. But the rest of the time, we're just, like, we're winning games by, like, 10 points, but the offense isn't clicking. And that's really what you need to see. Plus, like the secondary, I mean, they buckled up a little bit better yesterday um, against the Rams in the second half. So that was nice to see. But, uh, yeah, just looking to see them click a little bit more, make better decisions, because they should be scoring. They should be scoring 35 points a game. Every game. That's how talented they are in offense.
2: I think the Rams make the playoffs
0: still. I do. Too. I I think the Rams legit. It was just that D line.
2: They're gonna be a they're a top ten top ten offense by the end of this year. Book it easily, not even a question.
0: And that uh, Cooper had a great day, but that was his first game back too. Like he yeah. had over hundred yards and Puka. Yeah. It's it's figuring out how they're gonna use those two together because Puka still had a good game. It's not like he, he had Puka like seventy yards touchdown.
2: Like I I played Gleason this week in fantasy and he had he played Puka. Cup and Kyron Williams so for all three of them for the Rams and Puka and Cup both had 17. I think yeah. Williams had like nine or something, but those, those three guys, like, I mean, the Eagles have a stout D line. So there was no shot that Kyren Williams is going to have a big game, hmm. but going forward, those, those three guys and Stafford is Stafford. Still looks the same as he always has. I mean, maybe a little bit decreased, but that offense is going to be and kicking.
1: Jalen Carter looks like he's committing hate crimes. Out I
2: love there. it. He threw dude. it the- <laughs> easy, easy, easy. He's still easy.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Like, he looks like a Dominican Sioux at times. We're just like, he's probably stabbed a few folks.
0: <laughs> Hassan Reddick did too, though. He got two back-to-back sacks where one of them, he looked like he might have murdered uh, Matt Stafford. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah, it was a fun game. Hey, I thought so- that was going to be, I thought early when it was 14-14, I was like, okay, we're ready for a good old-fashioned shootout and then just died down.
1: Gavin, gut reaction right now: San Francisco's best team in the NFC. Yes,
2: correct, easily NFL.
1: Who's who's two? Detroit, Detroit or Philadelphia? No,
2: truly, I'm not even. This is not NFC East. It's Detroit.
1: I think the best ball.
0: Right I now. think they're playing the best ball. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I want. I can't disagree with that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number three: Dallas Cowboys. Okay.
0: Oh boy, I cannot wait. We need to set aside. We're gonna have to do a pre. <laughs> We're gonna have to do a warning because I will be filthy in the Tyler section
1: Tyler's dream match is Anthony Richardson gets traded for Dak Prescott and plays in Dallas. (laughs) So he has, he has reason to hate him.
0: Okay. Jets Broncos jets won 31 to 21. Um, I think we can, and it's not so much. I think Aaron might've been correct on this, but it's not so much. The Broncos offense is more impressive, which it's better. It's more, their defense is terrible. And, uh, Gave up 31 to the Jets. But Brees Hall seems to be back. I think he's all the way back now.
2: 24. There was a defensive touchdown in there. Oh, was there? Okay. The last, literally, the last play of the game is defensive touchdown. I
0: don't know if you guys saw the altercation at that. Altercation is maybe putting it strongly, but I don't think Sean Payton and Russell Wilson get along very well.
2: No.
1: No. It feels like Russell Wilson's just a weird dude. Like, and I don't mean that in a good way.
2: Did we see that when he was in Seattle, or is it just since I, he's been on a bad team in Denver?
1: I no. I so the good team overshadowed think, his weirdness. I don't think we knew about it because I think did. Pete Carroll did a good job covering that up. Even when Pete Carroll wanted to trade him, we did, which was brilliant on his part because he got all of that in return. And I think he knew what he had up there, and I think he shipped him out, and I think he robbed the Denver Broncos blind. And now I think everybody's beginning to see why, like, and then now you're starting to hear these stories with like Marshawn Lynch on the what Club Shay Shay podcast or whatever with Shannon Sharp yeah. talking about how weird he is and like doing high knees and like I think Russell Wilson's a good dude. I, I legitimately like in it, I think he's a good dude, but like when you're a leader of a football team, you can't be that weird.
2: Yeah.
1: And now. His athleticism has taken a little bit of a dip. So now he's not escaping things he used to escape and cover up from some of the other stuff. Like yesterday, he got caught from behind, and that's where that fumble happened. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good for Nathaniel Hackett, though.
0: Yeah,
1: That's who I feel the best. I feel the best for Nathaniel Hackett, and I feel the best for Zach Wilson coming out of the game. And Brees Hall looks like a superstar. Uh, so J-E-T-S, Jets, baby. Let's go.
2: The Jets are this might be a because I'm a new an a adjacent New York fan, but I also have like a small disdain for the Jets just because like I know I'm not from New York. Like obviously real New Yorkers are like hate the Jets more, but yeah. like I've the Jets are treating Nathaniel Hackett like he's a make-a-wish kid. <laughs> they gave him a game ball. You can cut that if you want. I don't know if that's if that's insensitive, but like <laughs> I mean Come on! You beat a team
1: like I get give him the game ball though. I get give no and no, no. Here's why. Here's why I think it's it, it's okay because what Sean Payton did, nobody's ever done before. Nobody has ever done what Sean Payton did before. Tyler's <laughs> Tyler is out from the Make a Wish comment. <laughs> Tyler's personally affected by this because he's a Make a Wish kid.
2: They're acting like, but, but even Aaron Rodgers, whenever he was on, but like when he made the same comments about Nathaniel Hackett, like, I don't, I just don't understand. I just, I just think they like, he's not, a he's not a good coordinator. Yeah. He's part of the reason, he's part of the reason Mike McCarthy gets all the hate he got when from Green Bay. Do you agree here? What do you mean? Like people say, if Aaron Rodgers had a different head coach, he would have won more Super Bowls than just one. Mike McCarthy's
1: trash. He's I mean, always yeah. been trash.
2: Yes, but I'm saying he Hackett only... is part of that.
1: No, Hackett wasn't there that long. Hackett was long never was there. No, okay, Hackett well, I... wasn't there with McCarthy.
2: Okay. Well, still. Yeah. Well, what is he? What has he proven? It really is what part of, is my uh, argument. No, here. he was
1: just the OC when when uh, when Aaron Rodgers won those uh, MVPs. Okay. Those late, those later year, the post Jordan Love draft MVPs. So I think what it was, was McCarthy controlled so much when he was there. And then when Lafleur came in because he was younger, Aaron Rodgers got more of a say. So I don't even honestly know if it's Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, Aaron Rodgers loves that as much as Aaron Rodgers loves the fact that he gets as much say as he wants with Nathaniel Hackett. Because that's how it was with the system, so he can probably kind of boss Nathaniel Hackett around. But to
2: give him the game ball, and they were this whole week. It was like, oh, Sean Payton made all these insensitive. Who cares? Grow up. You're a grown ass man. Take the take the comment. Go out there, beat him like you did, and don't worry about it. Like it's that is, I just I hate. I just hated that. Well, okay. Too.
1: In uh, fairness, too. though, it's not like Nathaniel Hackett gave himself the game ball, though. No, no, just, like I'm, I'm not talking about that. Him.
2: That's why I'm saying the Jets are the ones that are pandering
0: him.
1: Yeah. God, I don't I mean,
0: know. Easily the best line that's ever been said on this podcast, <laughs> and it's not even close. <laughs> oh, that's good. I agree with Gavin, but that's all I have to say about it because you guys pretty much covered it.
2: Is Aaron Rodgers look like like he was walking around without a boot last week on Sunday night football? Dude, if he if if he comes back before the guy. playoffs they
1: body by Ivor
2: they're, they're still content like yeah I hate this is crazy to say if they can just keep it within two or three wins of making the playoffs and he comes back in December
1: they're, they're, they're a contender they're a legit yeah.
2: contender still
0: that would be so cool if yeah I, I don't know how realistic it is obviously it's never been done before but if he finds a way that would be insane
2: also one more thing on this uh this is the third broncos over to hit so we can it's free game
0: yep agreed just a little look ahead the broncos do play on a thursday night so next
1: they also play the chiefs yeah (laughs) chiefs speaking of i don't think they've ever i don't think they've ever lost or they've ever beat patrick mahomes Correct. Yeah.
0: Chiefs 27, Vikings 20. Boring. Uh, yeah. we're yeah you know, Boring. I feel like the Chiefs are at a point now with – I don't know if it's just because how much they win where they just kind of play with their food. Yeah. Where, like they can put games away and they just don't. Because like they look like the Chiefs of old at times and then other times they just like don't look like they have any interest in playing. I know Kelsey went out for a little bit, but
2: – Yeah. Yeah, they – they don't I, – I don't think they – they still don't look elite. They just look like a good team. They're still – they still win that division by four games at least, but they don't look like – I know the AFC is just weird. Like before the season, we were like, there's ten teams that could easily make the playoffs and any of them could go all the way. It's kind of muddled up right now, and like clearly the, the top teams are – I think Miami and San Francisco, nobody's probably arguing that. Buffalo, they look bad this week. But, like, all these, like, superstar teams that we thought were going to come out of AFC, they just kind of look average. I know we're thinking that, but by the end of the season, the Chiefs probably end up winning the Super Bowl again, whatever happens. but
1: that's the thing. Like, I feel like if it was anybody else, then you could kind of look at the regression a little bit and maybe – but the Chiefs kind of go through some kind of rut like this every year where their offense doesn't click as well. And then it starts to hit. So the Chiefs just have the benefit of the doubt. As long as they're winning games, it does not matter how they're winning them until they get to December. This it honestly feels like when I was when I was young, the Los Angeles Lakers with Kobe and Shaq would go through these moments in the regular season where they were they were almost never the number one seed going to the playoffs. With Kobe, Shaq, that stacked roster, they would be like the three seed, the four seed. And it just didn't matter because when the playoffs came around, you knew they were gonna win. They were gonna go to the finals. And uh so it feels like that again in the AFC. Feels like Buffalo could be it, feels like Miami could be it. But if if we get to January and you're talking about Tua or you're talking about Patrick Mahomes, doesn't matter. Patty Ice and the uh the refs are gonna beat everybody.
2: I think the difference might end up being this year. I mean, it doesn't really matter what I say because the Chiefs are going to be whoever they play probably. But if the Bills or the Dolphins have a better seed than them and Kansas City has to go to Buffalo. Now, Miami is not as hard of a place to play as Buffalo. But just for instance, if the Chiefs have to go to Buffalo and it's like 10 degrees in January, that's a different animal for the Chiefs to handle than the Bills at home
1: yeah.
2: or
0: yeah. And now for the Jefferson,
2: how, 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 how long do we think, is he out for any time? He, I saw,
0: they said they weren't going to rush him back. So I, I would yeah. doubt he plays this week. I don't know. If I it's... think he,
2: I, this might be a, this is probably a hot, hot take, but. He might've played his last snap for them. Don't be shocked if he gets traded. If he's injured, they sit him out for a few weeks, and he requests a trade or he holds out, something like that. I I could just see it in his eyes sitting on the sideline. I just have a feeling that he might be out soon.
0: I mean, at this point, they have to – like, Kirk has to be like, at least seriously discussed being traded on their end, like in the rebuilt start. Go get some picks for him. Load up for next year if you can get, like you said, Justin Jefferson to con- to stay. Maybe I, I mean, at this point in his career, I don't think he would. If you're going to do a rebuild, but like it's over for them, right? I mean, he, they were done seed, so I guess that's the kiss of death.
2: Yeah, I don't think like, you got to get rid of. I mean, you got
0: to get rid of it. Like, I just don't understand what the point at, like, at this stage in what they're going to be doing as an organization, what the point is in keeping him there this season.
2: Because you can get. Two, get- three, maybe. F- I mean, that is, he's, he's, well, it's one, not even- if not two receiver in the league. He can get, they could get two first round picks for him, probably. So, I mean, yeah. if you're, if you're, they're one and four, and I mean, yeah, they could probably get some, a pick for Kirk Cousins, too. Mm-hmm. They just got to tear it down, I think. They're at that stage, the kind of, I mean, they're not as bad as the Giants, but I think they're at the same stage as the Giants where you went, well, 13. 10 and 0, 11 and 0, in one score games last year, and now you're one and five, one and four in one score games this year. I mean,
1: yeah, yeah. It just feels like they're in a the no edge. win spot. Yeah, yeah. And the thing that's going to make it worse is they're going to have a team. They're going to play a couple games where they have crappy teams, and because their offense is so good, they're going to beat them to death. They're going to beat somebody by 20 points in the next couple right. weeks, probably. And so it'll give people hope, but it's like they're just. They're, sw- they're They're paddling up a creek at this point. So, yeah, they need to get what they can for some of these pieces and start building for later.
2: Both of the Bears' first-round picks this year for Justin Jefferson. Do you imagine the Bears with Jefferson and DJ Moore?
1: Not good. That would, would, ha- would never
2: happen, but, but it would be crazy.
1: Yeah, and then the Vikings get Justin Williams and beat them anyways. Caleb or Williams. Caleb Williams and beat them anyway. Don't,
2: don't threaten me like that. That's a threat saying that anybody else
1: is going to get him. <laughs> That's a hate crime.
0: All right. The main event what was described as the game of the year in many eyes um what who? I think most of Nobody
1: think, said game of the year.
0: Not I didn't say in this group. I've heard many people say Nick that. Aaron. I've heard many You're people on Cowboys Twitter. No, I'm like, not. I'm it's on everywhere. This was described stop. as the Game of the year, Mike Tarico even said it before the game started. Aaron. Aaron, this is
2: the same thing whenever the Cowboys lost the Cardinals, and we said everybody said this to the best offense, the best defense. And you said nobody's saying that, everybody no. said that then, and no. everybody said this was the game of the year before. The- what are you, you doing, you. Aaron? This is i listen to this stuff
1: too. There's no, there's okay. When I say nobody, I don't mean literally zero, I mean, I hear it here or there. But, like, I, okay, and I mean that sincerely. I listen to just as much sports stuff as you guys do. You guys are telling me of all the people on ESPN, do you know how many people I heard pick Dallas to win the Super Bowl? One. One guy. That's not what I'm saying. That is not what we're saying.
2: How many people okay. said this is the best game of the year, this is a measuring stick game, this is the biggest game so far? It is. It is
1: a No, well, hold on. It's a measuring stick game. Okay. Regard, game of the, disregard the year. That. But, like,
2: Come, game of the, the year. Okay. Tyler, what's the number one sports show that you listen to? Other Like, give me what, what is it? Pardon my Uh, take, Aaron?
1: Yeah,
0: pardon my take.
2: Yeah. Pardon my take. They said it on that show multiple times. I don't know what are trying
1: to do here. It's a comedy show. They're idiots though. No,
0: but they, there's stuff they say that they actually, no, 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 they, they they meant that's, that's one of those things that they were saying. The one guy has to get a
1: tattoo as a result of Thursday. So just to be clear.
0: Yeah. They
1: they also spent one day last week giving a report on lighthouses, just to be clear. (laughs) It so it doesn't matter. I I, uh, I think it does. What
0: I'm saying, Aaron,
1: I lose this. this is I one of those moments. Chief lines. No, this it's is sensi- it's sensitivity. No, it's not. Because you guys nice. are, anytime anybody says the Cowboys anything, your guys ears shoot up and lose your mind. You're waiting I, to be angry about the Cowboys. Yeah, they dude. They built this like if you watch, go. You know
0: what? I guarantee it's on YouTube. I guarantee some idiot Cowboys fan has put it on YouTube and put it on YouTube right before the game. Sunday Night Football did this entire slate of the history of Cowboys 49ers and tried to draw it into this, saying the two best teams in the NFC. I heard that said. I genuinely heard that said.
1: Who? Okay, here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it wasn't said. What actual football correspondent do you know that said the Cowboys were a top-two team in the NFC?
0: I don't know who the voice was. So no, I guess there them. is no list
1: I've seen. There's nobody I've seen that would take the Cowboys over Philadelphia right now or over over, over Detroit, let alone San Francisco. Right There's now, not a person that would have them in their top three, let alone top two.
0: That's a lie. Skip just, before, this
2: week, <laughs> before this week, before they just got dicked by the 49ers, absolutely there were people that had that, like legit people that aren't Cowboys fans.
1: You're telling me that someone watched them lose to Arizona two weeks ago, two weeks ago, and said, that team's better than Philadelphia, that team's better than Detroit.
2: I'm saying on paper, and because they won these games, they destroyed Bill Belichick. Yes, there were. I'm not saying they were right by any means, but there were absolutely people out there that are saying that. I'm just Just waiting to hear these
1: phantom things, because I listen to what you all listen to, and I don't hear it. I'm, I'm just rece- I'm not, thats that's fine I'm okay I'm bringing receipts that's that's I want, fine. I that's well I won't be here next week so wait for two weeks but okay oh week, wait <laughs> this week send me the screenshots we have a group text that stops nonstop. sometimes send me, the, send me the send me the send me the guy in ESPN that's not named skip Bayless who's bending over backwards for the Cowboys okay I nobody please said
2: that nobody said that most people picked them to win this game or most people picked them to win the Super Bowl. But a majority no. of the sports media going into this week said this is the game of the year so far. Majority of them, no. I would say that going into that game, hundred percent, it was the game of the year. What I don't, I don't know why that's a Kansas point. City,
1: Detroit first game of the season was was a better game of the year candidate.
2: First game of the season. Bef- before game this season. game, would you have said the Cowboys are going to lose by thirty-two?
1: I no. I I said, I said on this not thirty two. I said on this show, San Francisco, and I don't care how many points. I don't care how yeah. many points.
2: No, we all agreed that San Francisco. I mean, I was would have. Said, I was taken
1: San Francisco minus ten, easily.
2: Probably yeah, but we yeah, didn't expect a complete blowout.
1: We expected we all the Cowboys know, to
2: be more competitive. As we much all as I know, hate them. I thought they were going to be more
1: competitive. We all know Dak's not going to get it done in big spots, and we know San Francisco's for real. So at the end. Like Here's all that I'm arguing. I think that because you guys listen to, uh, and Tyler specifically, because I don't know how many times I've heard him say this. Oh, I have the receipts. I have the receipts. I think Tyler gets up and sleep, looks at Twitter, and he looks to find Cowboys takes that he can pin and repost later in the year. I think that's what he does. I think he looks for Cowboys Twitter, so come December or January, when they lose to Philadelphia in the important game, he can tag them and repost them in it. So those idiots that he looks at for that material are going, yeah, they're the second best team in the NFC. Real football fans, no, they're not. They're first not off, even – they might not be top five.
0: Yeah, hold on. you damn right I do, first off. But <laughs> – But – there are many analysts who have said that. I, this is not – I don't understand. Like given a losing argument. You, given how much you listen to sports, like it's not just me. I've had many people send stuff to me every year, every preseason. I had Mike Tannenbaum. There's one who said easily, easily the Cowboys have jumped the Eagles. And this is before anything started. And then when they destroyed the Giants, it was the Eagles aren't even in their ballpark. Yeah. That was yeah. said. That was said.
1: Yeah, no, I, I'm going to have to see. But I'm, I'm going to argument, I'm mean, give you Tyler, a losing argument, there. But I'm going to give you a losing
0: argument. Four and eleven. Do you know what that number is?
1: And it, has got to be a Cowboys or a Dak Prescott stat.
0: Dak Prescott in primetime. It's the combined record of the teams the Cowboys have beat this season. Oh yeah. Oh. We want to hold up, Gavin. You've said it. I'm not. I'm not trying to rub salt in the wound. You have said the Giants are not good. Worst team in the league. And the Cowboys, like Cowboys, won easily.
1: Hold on, I also love that Gavin's doing that as a hopeful thing as well. Now he's not <laughs> yeah, saying he that is. because, like, he he might actually think that, but that's more of like him willing them to the the number one overall pick. Yeah. What do you like? I, I'm on
2: Twitter with people like that live in New York that are actual Giants fans, and we're on like tank for Caleb. Or it's I mean, yeah. so it's like full on.
1: Yeah.
0: And. Dak, the way they acted like Dak was going to have that, this redemption game. Three picks like that defense is good, no doubt. But he if they're deep, if the defense yeah. for Dallas is not spotting them like seven to 14 points and giving them short fields to work with. Like Dallas is not going to win many games like they're okay, going so, to have. They're going to have easier teams they play where their defense can eat. Yeah, it's going to put them in a position to win and it's going to inflate their numbers. It's going to inflate all of this. But when they play a legitimate team, and they might have that very well could be, and I believe it is at this point, the best team in the NFL that plays clean football, they can't hang with those guys. Yeah. Like that group, I actually they think cannot their style hang of with play, those guys.
1: I think their style of play this year is actually hurting them in the long run in the sense that, like, so the games against the Jets, the games against the Giants, those games were blowouts because the defense just – kind of pin their ears back and was able to go after the quarterbacks. Right. And the games were over so quickly in certain senses, but the problem is Dak Prescott. Then who's not great is not in competitive games where he has to make throws Mm -hmm. and then games like this come up where he has to make throws and he can't do it. So here's my question, Tyler, would you be more afraid of a Kirk cousins led Dallas Cowboys
0: um. No, I don't think so. Cowboys are going to be Cowboys.
1: You
2: Kirk think, Cousins Adam? and Dak Prescott are the same person. One, they're just.
0: I, yeah, I don't think. I think you're it's kind of out the same. Yeah.
1: I think. I think Kirk is better.
0: I do want to add. Right. I don't. You guys can add after this, but uh. I I think we all have our list of like favorite non players like on our team. Yeah. Um, George Kittle just shot to the top of mine. Not just three touchdowns, but I don't know if you saw the undershirt he had. And forgive me, because yeah. I, if kids are listening to this or people who get offended easily, please turn it off. He had a sh- – and it's his real – an undershirt that read, fuck Dallas. And he showed it to the crowd, and it was the greatest thing I have ever seen. And I did not see that. Dude, you got to look it up, because it's real. He pulled his jersey up after one of the scores, and it said, fuck Dallas, and had the Dallas star on it. And hey. then Micah's no, – Go ahead. Go ahead. Michael Parsons has a podcast. I guess he talks after games. And he was like talking about how they kept receipts and how it got, he made it personal. And I was, it's like, bro, you lost by 30. Why are you acting like you're going to do something now? Mm-hmm. Like after the game, we're acting tough about it. It's just, it's he, that's, an,
2: that was another thing. I wanted to pivot from Dak Prescott hate to Michael Parsons. He was silent in this game. And I don't think it's totally his fault. I think it might be, this is a little knock on Dan Quinn who has, been a pretty good defensive coordinator and a pretty good coach in the league. Why were they lining him up on top of Trent Williams for the majority of the plays? The yeah. best offensive lineman in the league. Why not put him on the other side or on the top of the center or something? I don't know what that was, but that was a egregious coaching mistake.
0: I, I've thoroughly enjoyed the game. I don't know if we're ready to do this yet, but I know he has a lot of weapons, but Brock pretty looks like, leg- I don't know how, He's got a lot of weapons. He's got the, they've got, he's got a one, like an obviously a great team around him, but dude's balling out.
2: I went into that game literally saying, like, he's fun. He's a good quarterback. Like, he works in that system. He's efficient. No, he made some throws last time. He did. Yes. He's, he's creeping up. Like, I honestly, I think it's the fact that he was Mr. Irrelevant. People are like, oh, he'll be okay, but he's not going to be a superstar. No, he might be, he might be end up being like, it's, he's not like, uh, they said this on the broadcast like he's not the strongest arm guy out there, he's not like super athletic, but he might end up being like a legit
1: player. The problem, the problem that he's going to run into is just until something weird happens, we're not going to know whether or not he is like definitively a product. Like, people will always say that he's a product of the system. So until either they separate or he just continues to just slash people for a couple of years, then maybe that'll go away. Did you guys see the side-by-side clip yesterday of, I think it was the first Kittle touchdown was the exact same play. The weird like double reverse pitch back to the quarterback, throw to the tight end, running down the right side of the field as the Sam Laporta. It's the exact. Oh, really? Yeah. It's so bizarre, but yes, it's, Identical, so that was kind of. I think
2: I think his the biggest thing with Brock Purdy is that like in the next couple years he's probably going to get a contract. It won't be like a world beater contract, but he'll get a good contract, thirty five million dollars a year, something like that. And after the forty nine ers Super Bowl window closes and they have to start either paying some guys or getting rid of some guys, and the team the roster isn't as good, that's when we'll see. Yeah, how good he actually is.
1: I mean. Do they have they have the top two MVPs right on your list? If you are ranking MVPs, are they one and two?
0: Um, I don't no. know. I would do CMC, and then I don't think I would have Brock Purdy in my top two. No, but I don't know at this point. It was Tua, but I don't know. CMC seems to be to it's CMC him in the by himself. It's yeah.
2: by he a T.J. Watt. Honestly, too, he's in that conversation.
0: He does have that effect for sure, yeah. I mean, honestly, at
1: this point, we should be talking about three guys from San Francisco, and you mentioned him earlier. But if there's a non-QB running back that should be mentioned in that, maybe that list starts at Trent Williams.
0: Animal, Mm -hmm. dude. Seriously. My God,
1: dude. If there's anybody on an offensive line that's ever deserved that kind of recognition, it's that whole system that Shanahan runs works because of him. Mm -hmm. All of that motion – all of those polls with Debo and all of their running backs, like it all works because of because of Trent Williams.
2: Yeah. So I legit looked at the 49er schedule. They play the Eagles. That's their only game that's like gonna be yeah. a, a good game. Unless they drop they probably I mean it's possible that they'll drop one. I think the maximum games that they lose is two.
1: I think they're gonna lose a game to Seattle. Like they're, they play Seattle weird.
2: That's what I mean. One of those games, and then possibly they lose to the Eagles. That'll be a fun game. But at the max, they lose two games, I think.
1: I don't know what their over is right now, but it feels like 14 and three feels like a pretty safe bet with them. Yeah. Barring a crazy injury. Yeah. But yeah.
0: All right. Is that it for week five coverage? Yep. Okay. That's a wrap.